everyone. Welcome to day two of the performers pod during AVN week. I'm with AVN winner and porn family Sin Sage. Welcome back to the podcast. Hey, thank you so much for having me again. I think this is a really good omen us doing this right before AVN because the last time we talked was the day before the why not cam awards that I won. So I feel like this is like a good omen. Yes. Well, us talking. <laughs> congratulations on your win thanks that was it's so weird just that porn stuff's happening right now when everything <laughs> feels like it's all shut down again right yeah I'm just you know you're just working in your house kind of <laughs> yeah for real so your whole year was basically in Vegas right or were you also in California for part of it not really I think I went to California for maybe um maybe like two shoots in all of 2021 <laughs> so just like staying at home shooting porn in Vegas basically yep yeah just uh pretty much making all all the income uh at home nowadays uh with other performers there's just so many people in Vegas like so many and everybody wants content and so it's been a a real blessing for sure. <laughs> yeah, that has to be also really challenging just during this whole year. It sounds like there's just like so much just back and forth with what's safe to do and like who is probably shooting and all that stuff. Like, did you feel like this year has been particularly hard? Um, Not really. I mean, 2020, that was hard. <laughs> that was really <laughs> You know, 2021, we got Bo Burnham's inside and um, things started getting better. <laughs> That's so amazing. Um, but, you know, we got the vaccines and um, I, I got mine as soon as I could back in March. And um, just from there, I really felt like with my mask and with my vaccine, I really felt like uh, I was as safe as one could hope to be. And, you know, I think last June, I even, um, we traveled to Key West. Oh, where, wow. Yeah. And like, nobody was wearing their masks. And so we <laughs> kind of went maskless for some of it, um, came back from the trip and did not have COVID. So I, at that point, I was really believing pretty strongly in my um, vaccine. Yeah. That being said, too, um, I did get sick, though, just normal sick, um, like a cold uh, tested. Mm -hmm was not COVID. Um, and so for me at that time, it was just kind of like, oh, I've been like isolating my body from all other germs that it usually interacts with. Mm -hmm. And so the second I'm like, hey, other germs, they're just like attacking my body. My body's like, what is this? <laughs> so, uh, but you know, it's just a normal cold, got over it and uh, it was fine. And then as soon as they were like, hey, you should get boosted. And I know the J&J &J is kind of like seen. As oh, yeah, the J&J. Uh, so I was like, oh, you know, no. I, <laughs> I got boosted back in November, too. So uh, and everybody in Vegas has been getting COVID. And yeah, somehow half, I managed to. Half the people um, who I was supposed to have on this podcast this week, um, one got COVID twice and the other one um, currently has COVID. And yeah. it's just like truly everywhere. It's so scary right now. Everyone I know in Vegas has it right now. And I mean, at least it's just the 
milder of the COVIDs as far as COVID. Hopefully, go. yeah. <laughs> yeah, like nobody's being hospitalized. Most people, especially most people in the business, are vaccinated too. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, we're getting there. It's it's tough, but I I feel you know we've we've still got to you know go forward with life somehow and. Yeah trying to do it with like managing the risk as much as possible and I think working with uh vaccinated performers tested and and everything yeah like, it's just a basic okay, thing but, now yeah but you know pre-covid I was shooting like twice a week uh and now it's you know much less um maybe a couple times a month at the most so yeah it feels like there was a few months last summer that was like oh my god everything's back like yeah we got a little excited (laughs) I remember going to like a full sold out sporting event no one had masks on and everyone was like yeah we're all back and then it's just like three months later it's like no (laughs) yeah yeah I mean uh I think another thing too is uh indoor versus outdoor right yeah no, when we were in Key West, it's like we're outdoors uh, without masks. And, and that's, I guess, you know, being okay. And then it was the same thing, like when Lollapalooza came up and everyone was like, why are people going to this? This is terrible. Like everyone's going to get sick. It's going to be a super spreader event. And then um, it was like 300,000 people went and like 200 people got COVID. And those were the people that were unvaccinated. So I went to two music festivals and they were all outdoor music festivals and um, we were fine. And there were no um, major cases of outbreaks afterwards too. So I feel that, you know, um, if you're outside, the wind is moving around, everything's going up and away. Obviously none of this is like a hundred percent. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, I hope no one's coming to a porn podcast for like, I need medical advice. Yeah. 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 Like for me, it's like finding that, like mitigating the risk as much as possible. Yeah. Be able to do things to find some joy in this world and in this life. Yeah. I mean, you definitely did it with um, Sin's Trans Lesbian Lovers. I mean, you made a really hot lesbian porno in the middle of all of this and sounds like (laughs) safely too. Like that's a big accomplishment, both those aspects of it. Yeah, well, so the first three scenes that I had shot were all pre-pandemic. Oh, you still had some of the pre-pandemic porn. (laughs) And I was just holding on to them and I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna, I want to try to get like one more scene. And then, uh, and then the pandemic happened and I was like, "Ah!" (laughs) (laughs) so, uh, the last scene I was able to put in there, it was actually, I think it was like the day I got my vaccine. I went, oh, wow time yeah with somebody else uh and so it was safe it all worked out and it was just awesome I'm so happy with like everything I thought was so just uh passionate and perfect I really liked everything that I put in there every bit of it it was just yeah I mean you know You're just like consistently putting out like such great lesbian porn at Trouble Films. It's just like such a cool thing to watch because you obviously like did all like the mainstream lesbian porn stuff. But like when you came over, it just felt like, oh, this is Sin just like doing whatever they want, basically. And it's just so cool. Yes. Yes. And that's that's exactly kind of how it all 
it, it was like, I want to, this is what I want to make. This is like kind of what I want to be seen as. Like, I yeah. know that I spent so much time doing this sort of like a uh, very pretty, um, yeah, mainstream uh, lesbian porn. Uh, and that's great. I uh, love it. Loved it all. I still love it. <laughs> <laughs> I would like there to be more queer representation and more understanding of just the different types of uh, desires that a person can have, like that maybe doesn't fit in boxes that a lot of people are super comfortable with or that they don't quite understand. So uh, instead, I'm just like, hey, think about it this way, kind of like, but it doesn't have to be like that. It can be like whatever. Um, and I, I really like to, when I'm going to work with someone, say to them, like, how do you like to do this? How do you like to have sex? How do you like identify with your body and your parts? Mm -hmm. Because I know that it can be hot no matter how we work together. And so once I know, then I can just go into it and make it awesome. And so that's the goal. And I want to be like, if I'm making it, I want, that's what I want to make. That's what I want to put out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I feel like the thing with you is you have multiple like filters on your performance. Like you're still always going to have that in a sense age performance that you're going to have a strap on and fuck the shit out of someone. It's be really intense. Yeah. Whether it's like a mainstream one, like when you like did like strap dykes with Belladonna or like when you're shooting for trouble films now, like you're still that same performer and that still comes through. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I guess that's my thing is like, I just, uh, I demand to be me no matter what the setting is. <laughs> yeah, I think that's like what makes you such a great performer though. Like you're not going to mistake someone else's strap on top as you you get what I'm saying yeah <laughs> <laughs> for sure and I do love doing it so. <laughs> yeah I don't think this is gonna be your last lesbian strap on movie I would assume I'm assuming they're gonna keep coming <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay, I think I see a strap on centers three in the near future <laughs> yeah of course just like my stuff with like all like the transmissive stuff. I'm like, there's going to be another movie. I don't know what's going to be called, yeah. but it's going to be in there. Oh, yeah. It's going to yep. be called Sin Dominates Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, Courtney and I were on set yesterday and we were talking about that. We we're like, wow, Sin's really making most of the queer porn at the company now. Because we're like doing so much BDSM stuff now and like always in the um, dungeon that it's now just like, oh, wow, since making most of our queer porn, it's just so cool. <laughs> Where it was like, it felt so much the opposite at first because we were like, oh, wow, Sin's coming to us and they're like do all this mainstream stuff. So it was like, I think really the swap. Yeah, let's do it. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I just, I just love, you know, being with the women no matter what, but, uh, yeah, I I want to I want to be making the the queer porn. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah, it's great to have you part of um the company, obviously. And this is the twelfth year in a row for Trouble Films to get nominated. It's like the thirty seventh nomination. So, <laughs> oh wow, we're gonna lose our shit if you win. So just know yeah. that. Cool. Gonna be I complete <laughs> chaos. <laughs> I, well, when it comes to AVN, I'm very 
grounded and realistic. Okay. I, I've, I've worked with the companies that have $20,000 cameras. Okay? That is true. And they're the ones who are probably going to win. Probably I have though. my little like $2,000 camera. You know what I'm saying? Like I get it. But when it comes to the TEAs, like this is a first for me. I, you know, I had a little nugget of hope when I was putting this movie together. Um, and the fact that it came through with like three nominations. So I, I don't want to get my hopes like too high. I want to manage, you know, my expectations, but uh, that would be really cool. That honestly, like, that's what I want to, I want that. <laughs> my take on like, like all it. these on all these award shows i'm like you have a one in 10 or 15 chance no matter what like yeah that's better than the lottery that's better than like a raffle (laughs) like you have legit a legitimate chance no matter who you are so i yeah i think it's just so cool that you're bringing kind of carrying the trans lesbian porn flag for um trouble films and also you're not doing in like a weird fetishy way you're just like oh this is just this is just another lesbian movie there's just happens to be trans women in it yes yes like yeah people you know people are people um yeah just don't make it weird (laughs) that's it it doesn't have to be like a shocking surprise every time like I feel like I'm I'm sick of that shit and I feel like you know we talk about you know, like exploitation, all these things. It's like, you know, this is porn. So we're all doing a little bit of that to ourselves and it's fine. It's how we make a living. It's good. But there are, I feel like there are ways that we can portray each other as more human and um, normalize uh, different bodies and uh, perspectives and sexualities and all this Mm -hmm. stuff. So that it's not so shocking and bizarre and different. And I think that there are a lot of like mainstream trans companies where it's like, it has to be done this way. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't subscribe to that. And I think the, especially the fact where it's like, it has to be done this way or um, we're not even gonna like hire you or work with you. Like it has to be done this way. And I think that's, uh, that just perpetuates this um, uh, fetishizing of a person's body, which is like yeah. what we do, but, it just, you know. I mean, I like, the real honest, like, deep thing to say about it is that shit fucking sucks. Like, it's just bad, and then it makes you roll your eyes, and you're like, I don't want anything to do with this. Yeah, it's bad, and um, I think that every single porn scene should be, like, you are hired now we're on set how do you like to fuck and let's do it like that it shouldn't be like well now you must do xyz <laughs> yeah or else we can't work t- with you you know i don't like that <laughs> yeah it's yeah that whole kind of mindset around porn like that's just so yeah. gross because like yeah and I you know, like if you're not, if you're feel, if your body's not feeling it that day, what's going to happen? The director is going to be like, you, you have to leave. Here's $50. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like, I mean, I guess it's different if it's like, you know, you're booked for 
an anal scene and you get mm-hmm. there and you're like fuck it's not working today you know and then like well this is an anal movie so we can't shoot you like I that I do understand a little bit but um with the other stuff it's just kind of like you know people should do what feels good to them and as long as it's just a movie where people are having sex just like let them have sex and I I feel like the stuff where you know it's it's all very like shocking and surprising that there's you know a penis there is um I find that that stuff is like the cheaper to me like I look at it as like a like bargain bin yeah I mean there's a lot of like different class shit to it where like these yeah, I I mean, I experienced both the sites, like the more fetishizing sites and then the sites that are like, oh, we're being trans women as people and I'm a college student and live in New England and shit. Like you get paid yeah. better, you get treated better. It's just like everything's so drastically yeah. different when you're in other kinds of trans porn, your treat is so expendable that it's, oh, there's this other girl who wants this gig. And if you don't do it for this rate, fuck off. And we're going to blackball you and all this shit. And that's, uh, and, and, and again, that's another reason why, you know, the sort of, um, the stuff that's coming out the past couple of years has been huge for people, uh, making their own rules and yeah. doing what they want. Like if you, if you hustle enough and you get your only fans going and you get one of your other fan sites and you get your, um, cams going and everything, it's just like, there's so many ways for you to sit at home and make way more money than, you know, a couple of days on set that it's kind of like to be able, like that's power, that's empowering, right? Yeah. To be able to just say to a, a company like, oh, you're not going to like treat me with the dignity that I deserve, then you can go fuck off because I can make my own shit over here. And then we'll and literally be competing with them at these award shows two years later, like, it's just you can truly make your own <laughs> shit and just do it now like yeah. it's yeah. really effing crazy because before there was such a gap yeah. but even if you look at like what oh, performer man. I mean performers are now viewed as normal directors it's not a novelty anymore that like Caden Cross is right. doing what she's doing it's just like oh yeah that's what porn is now or even the directors who are getting that yeah. made, like Ricky Greenwood's a good example or um uh Rick Mills. yeah you know the crazy fact I found out about him today you know the amount of AVNs he's nominated That's- for this year is as many as Sasha Gray had in her entire fucking career wow that's I'm not surprised crazy though because he, he he directs for like five different companies <laughs> and just genuinely cares like, so much about it like oh that's gosh, why like <laughs> I've seen like he'll be I'll, I'll go over to his place because we got to shoot the next day or whatever and mm-hmm. he's like oh look at this preview for this movie I made and it's like it's a movie it's a, like a legit Hollywood yep. movie the lighting looks subtle and um you know it, the the way it's lit is like catered to the scene that's happening it's not just all like bright lights and uh so just the way it looks and then you know, the way he gets the shot. I mean, sometimes you're on set and you're, you have to say the same line five times and it's annoying, but at this, but then it, it comes out as this beautiful movie. Mm-hmm. So honestly, like he deserves, uh, I, yeah, he deserves I whatever, whatever he gets because his shit is 
beautiful and stuff. yeah I feel like he was really the person to take all that stuff to the next level and just like what yeah. porn is now is just so different than what it was even five six years ago where there was still that skeezy element of like these men who are like who gives a fuck how it looks it's just porn and now it's like everyone's like we're all artists we're all doing this it's really a whole different level now and that was kind of scoffed at maybe five six years ago yeah for sure (laughs) (laughs) yeah so what does it kind of mean for you to be nominated this year? Like, obviously, like just going through this whole year of kind of ups and downs and everything as far as when we can shoot, when we can't sh- can or cannot yeah. shoot. Like, what does it mean to you to have your work recognized this year? Uh, this this um, heartwarming sense of pride, really, uh, especially coming from just a place. I mean. Back, like back when I won my first award, I was very much of this mindset that like, I'll never win one of these. Uh, just people like me don't get these awards and yada, yada. And so that was like overwhelmingly uh, exciting and, you know, just the pride. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, so now all this time has gone by and now I'm making my own movies and stuff. But again, they're just these they feel like just small. I mean, I'm shooting in my house a lot, you yeah. know, or like a hotel room or whatever. And uh, it's just so DIY, like to coin, um, of course, you know, term sort of. Yeah, and, that's very much our vibe. Uh, yeah, and, and to get recognition without having a $20,000 camera and like yeah. a crew of, you know, five, 10 people all with a different job to do. Like it's literally just me and Drake and that's yeah. it. And we've got our light kit and, you know, and then whoever comes over and, and works with us. So to start from that, which is like not much and get to the point where even AVN is recognizing that I'm making something that's got some value to it. Like that recognition from your peers, you know, it's easy to say like, man, I don't need it. But, uh, but when you do get it, it's so validating and Mm -hmm. it's hard to deny that you feel, um, you feel pride. Like it's nice that to be recognized by your peers. Yeah. It means you made one of the best pieces of porn. Yeah, it's like you made a good ass lesbian porno. (laughs) Yeah, fuck yeah. And I'm like, good. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. And if I had like access to more, um, you know, uh, more capital, maybe I could make shinier. (laughs) (laughs) With like very little amount that I have, like I'm still making something that's getting recognition and that's uh, incredibly fulfilling that's so great and I'm sure you're just gonna keep making more of it I don't feel like it's gonna stop anytime soon I'm just gonna keep doing it <laughs> and yeah <laughs> I've, I've got some ideas for the next uh, year or two so yep <laughs> so what do you think your best avian experience was winning do you have any other really good experiences that I mean, it's just kind of sad to me that's like, obviously, it's the right choice to not have it in person this year. 
But like just not having this for the last two years in porn, it's so weird. Like I've talked to girls who have no memory of, they've never gone to an AVN, but they've been nominated for them. And it's just like the weirdest experience. Well, and being nominated and even like winning or whatever, but uh, without actually having, you know, I mean, I feel like it's kind of like these kids who went to school for, um, 12 years and then they don't get a graduation ceremony. So it's like, yeah, you can have your award physically and you can have that accolade, but not getting that chance to be there. I mean, for me, I won the first award and got to like run up on that stage, like highlight. That was incredible. Like, (laughs) If you watch it on YouTube or whatever, you can see how ridiculous I, I am in that moment. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so I, you know, it's just it's um, too bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think just the scale of it is so huge. And like, especially there's so many performers who they get nominated once in their whole career and they've been working for it for 10 years and just yeah. for them to walk the red carpet that's like yes walking the red carpet that's I like mean, their look, career highlight and yeah, absolutely that's great and i know that we're not hollywood movie stars okay but like when you get to go and walk that red carpet and when you get to physically be um like receiving an award on the award stage you get to sit you get to pretend like you kind of are and it's really nice (laughs) it's going on stage to accept any award so overwhelming your brain doesn't work it's just like oh yeah oh fuck yeah (laughs) yeah yeah you're just like wait I'm supposed to say something now oh shit all these people and I I, I was like I love eating pussy (laughs) that's what you said yeah I, I screamed it. it's, on, it's on youtube you can watch it i just screamed this is for the girls and gays then gave back the microphone like ran off stage <laughs> <laughs> i had a speech but like when they said my name i'm like i need to run up there as fast as i can before they change their mind that is how my like not thinking brain worked i'm like i need to do this now yeah yes <laughs> I don't want to miss it. <laughs> yeah, and I think like all like the networking and amount of shooting that gets done at EVN usually it's just such a disappointment yeah. that that really can't exist now. Hopefully it comes back next year. Fingers crossed. Yeah. I hope so. But yeah, I mean, we're uh we're definitely going to go to the TEAs in March, so Cool. That'll be fun. Yeah, I'm <laughs> happy I got to do one award show going to it I was like this is probably the last award show I go to for like a year or two so I'm like when was that October it was literally the day after we did the call that was the why not yeah yeah oh okay and where was that that was in Hollywood it was at um I think it's the same place where the tea awards are Avalon Uh, yeah oh cool okay yeah so you came down for that yeah, I was in San Diego when we talked last. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. So I just went up for like literally a day. Where did you go in San Diego? I'm sorry, I want to talk about Oh, this. oh, it's totally <laughs> cool. Um, oh, Where was I staying? 
I can't remember the name of the neighborhood, but we kind of went all over. We were in downtown San Diego for a bit and then just kind of so traveled did, all around. You didn't stay in the area, like the beach next to SeaWorld? Oh, no, no, no. We were staying at um, the person who played my assistant that night because we wanted to get my partner's cousin to come because they're okay. genderqueer and like a really big like sex worker ally. So we're like, yeah. we're going to sneak you in, tell everyone that you're my assistant. So on my award, they accidentally gave me the wrong one and gave the other girl who won that night my award, the other trans girl. So the person playing my assistant went on stage and was like, this is the wrong one. So the person from Why Not took like a knife and like popped it off and be like, let me get your address. I'll mail it to you. So now I actually have the right one. But Oh, yeah, they played a very good assistant because immediately they just ran up on stage. And they're like, no, this is wrong. You need to fix this for Chelsea. Yes. So I'm like, okay, I guess you are now my executive assistant now, not just pretend regular yes. assistant. So pretend executive. Yeah, pretend executive assistant. So promotion. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I'm, I want to ask one more question. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. And yeah, you're always welcome to come on. And you're the one person who I interviewed this last year who's been nominated this year. So I'm like, I have to catch up with you. Um, so let's say Saturday night, it's midnight and they're reading out the list of all the things and you win. What What's the celebration plan? Oh my gosh. Well, other than Courtney and me calling you like crying. Like other than that, being like, you did it. That's this Saturday. That's like a couple days from now, yeah? Yeah, that's Thursday night when we're recording this. Saturday night. Is there like a thing to watch or? Yeah, it's, they're doing a virtual thing again. Okay. Um, let's see. Well, I'm out of town right now, so I guess. So you're going to get a Twitter notification. Yeah. Yeah. Not about my first award. Um, I had left the room and <laughs> my phone buzzed and it was like Sage and Danny Daniels won. And I was like, what? And I ran into <laughs> it. Um, such a silly ass. But um, so I think I'll just be very, very happy and um I will go on Twitter and celebrate. <laughs> Are you on the East Coast right now? Yeah, I'm in New York. I'll be home uh, on Monday, so. Okay, so you would get at the news at 3 a.m.? Perfect. So <laughs> you might either wake up at like 8 a.m. to a bunch of notifications on your phone? <laughs> well, one thing for sure, I will never wake up at 8 a.m., so. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, that's the funny thing about porn people because I'm like, I just assumed you're you're an early rising person. You're not. I got Chelsea. No. <laughs> what time do you wake up? Uh, eleven or twelve. Oh, okay. I usually go to sleep around three. Okay, I used yeah. to be about that life. Having a partner yeah. with a normal job. Now I'm like, okay, I need to be up by nine because they wake up at like seven. So I'm like, okay. No, no, it's it's not even like that. It's uh, it's just it doesn't matter what I do. This is how it is. So 
I don't, I hate that it's stigmatized so much. I hate that, you know, people think you're lazy or something. It's just that I sleep the same amount of hours. They're just not the hours. Just different hours. They're not the hours that society has deemed appropriate, I guess. (laughs) So I feel like as long as you're getting some amount of sunlight, you're fine. Yeah, I don't really get very much of that. I take vitamin D supplements. I'm very low. I was doing, um, when I lived in Michigan, I was camming still. I had the worst schedule. I would, um, I would go to sleep at like 8 a.m., right? And then I'd wake up at four. Oh. But the way I would, yeah. what would get bad though is because I live like so far north of Michigan. So there was weeks, yeah. like two weeks in a row, I didn't see the sun. And I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, it's, it's really easy to do that. And the house that we have in Vegas is like, the window of the living room is directly into the window of the neighbors. So it's like sun doesn't come in because there's nowhere for it. to. Like, and um, that's so frustrating. So yeah, we have to be like, Hey, let's go to the park and disc golf and like wake up and then like, let's go. Cause you know, it's 1 PM. So, and the sun sets at four 30 in the winter. So it's just like, (laughs) But yeah, we we'll go a week or two without seeing the sun. It happens in the winter for sure. Are you in New York yeah. right now? But yeah, right now I'm in New York. Well, technically I'm in New Jersey right now, but Okay. So like if you win, let's say you wake up at eleven, you could get like a bacon, egg, and cheese to celebrate, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a good <laughs> one, right? <laughs> well, hopefully you wake up to good news on Sunday morning. And many text messages. <laughs> that would be awesome. If not, um, that's okay too. I'm very, very, um, I feel really honored and very blessed to be nominated at AVN for this movie. That's a huge deal. So, well, we're all really proud of you at Trouble Films and we're so excited to have you part of our collective. Do you want to let everyone know where they can find you, all your links and everything? Yeah, definitely. I do have a link tree. So it's just Sin Sage. Um, it's like, it's like linktr.ee or something. You can call it <laughs> link tree Sin Sage and it has everything. Um, but sin-sage.com is where you can find all these movies that we're talking about that, uh, that I made and um, also has uh, custom video information if you want to order a custom video. And then um, what else? My Twitter is at Sensage. My Instagram is at Real Sensage. My OnlyFans is OnlyFans.com slash Sensage. Super personal fan club experience. uh, Very exclusive. And it's only 10 bucks a month. So you should check it out. And um, blah, 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 blah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for chatting. You're amazing. I hope we can actually see each other in real life. We haven't seen each other literally since the last AVN. So that's kind of a problem. But yeah, thank you so much. Bye, everyone. I will be back tomorrow for day three of AVN.